cigar. What if Sensei Cigar was tuning in one day? All right, so we're uh, rolling here. So we're good to go. Uh, Give us the intro, yeah. I'm going to try this out, see how yeah. we do it. Okay. Full radio, Is Casey fucking Ryback on this train? This is Seriously Seagal. Let's do it one more time. Let's do it one more time. You're right, podcast. On this podcast. Do it again. Is Casey fucking Ryback on this podcast? This is Seriously Seagal. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. Welcome to Seriously Seagal, episode one. What up? What up? What up? What up? How Good we to doing? Be here. How we doing? P Bear. We got Raj. We got. <laughs> Let's do this one more time. Let's do this one more time. Third time's a champ, boys. All right. Here we go. Pause there. All right. Is Casey fucking Ryback on this podcast? This is Seriously Seagal. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Seriously Seagal episode one. Yeah. Good to be here talking Seagal, taking it seriously. Always. Always, dude. Getting in depth about the works of Steven Seagal. Definitely. Definitely. We're going to be watching uh, every one of his movies. That's going to be what we're doing with our time. And we're gonna, and we're going to be talking <laughs> about it. Oh, when you say it out loud, it's it's oh, just it's kind of depressing. It's a little daunting to be here on episode one, especially when today we discovered about his like direct to DVD video collection. It's a large collection. That's deep. pretty voluminous. But we're willing to take the challenge. Yeah, we're going to dive yeah. in deep, and we we aren't quitters, so <laughs> we're we're going to the end. Oh boys. no! There, I've said it. I've said <laughs> it. Wait, let's let's introduce ourselves to the people who are listening real quick. That's a good call. In case they don't know who who's. All here, so why don't you go ahead? I'm a. My name is P Bear. I'm the drummer for the Van Buren's, uh, and uh, I'm making a blood oath right now that I will watch every Steven Skull movie with you guys. He's literally cutting himself. Right oh now. God, yeah, it's it feels problem. good. Oh, it feels man. Good. What up? What up? I'm the Flavor, aka Brown Man, <laughs> sax player for the Van Buren's. I'm also involved in this blood oath. However, I'm just going to use P Bear's blood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to use more nice. of it. That's this nice. guy's a bleeder. That's fair, yeah, I'm dripping. All right, I'm going to throw it over to my man. And Who is um, over here on my right? I'm Smitty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm so ready to discuss some skull. I'm, I've always been ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing you were born to do. It's the role I was born to play, baby. I'm so excited for this podcast. We just watched, um, I think, one of the best Seagal movies there Definitely. is. Yep. Under Siege 2, Dark yeah. Territory. 1995. Yeah. A Seagalian classic. Just Seagal. It's a real good classic. Like, he's, he's at the end of his prime, I would say. He's ending sure. his peak. Yeah, he's getting there. But yeah. he just kn- he, d- he knows how to make it work. Oh, yeah. The dude walks tall. So many whispers. <laughs> just. <laughs> just. I, uh, I can't. Uh, the theme music. Just the opening is just so epic. Like, it's, the theme it's a beautiful right, Before so you even see him. Where do we open? Oh. Where do we open, Raj? Oh, well, do you remember? In space. We open in space. <laughs> we well, open technically, <laughs> it's the shuttle blasting off. It's space. You're blasting off to space Launching when you off. open it. I mean, it's... Oh, and here's what I want to say about this. was So, uh, this movie, Under Siege 2, came in second at the box office to another movie that year, 1995, which is a big movie, and kind of reminded me of that opening Ooh, scene. You got us, Minnie? What do you think? IMDb over there. 95, movie oh, in gee, space. Apollo Apollo 13. 13. Actually, oh wow! Those right. are the number two, one and two oh, movies wow. of that year. You got it. Well, Under Siege Two was the second most highest grossing film that year. Oh, that weekend. I'm sorry. Oh, that weekend. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. People wanted their that would all. be great if Under <laughs> Siege Two was, was like, the second wow, grossing. Wow, you did really well. Like a movie with usual sus- <laughs> a year with usual suspects and such. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we open in space and we see the the Grazer One satellite, which is. Uh, He's a bad motherfucker. Is <laughs> what it what, is. You know what I want to say is great what? about this movie is it's really ahead of its time because we right from the opening we see these this government agency spying on people mm-hmm. with a satellite, a lot of pixelated 
pornography essentially <laughs> yeah, for these what are people. They, they using this incredibly this is like group powerful pornography satellite for everybody. That that yeah, that one that one nerdy dude you know? is like focusing yeah. in on the beach with the girl <laughs> suntanning yeah. and it's like I mean, close up her breasts. This really brings up the whole like government spying on people way yeah. ahead of its time. I mean that's Segalian right there. And this agency is pretty pervy actually because yeah, that chain smoking Gary Cole guy <laughs> then like immediately hits on that girl you were gonna the show. One the one girl that's working in the entire thing. Yeah. It's it's really very pervy. Yeah. And also, uh, one thing I noticed, basically, this place is like Ronald Reagan's Star Wars mm-hmm. initiative masquerading as a weather station. Is that... Is that what, was is that, that, what that was? I think that's oh, okay. what their bunker that's a pretty is. Okay, okay. okay. I, they yeah. did say, like, NASA thinks we're a weather station or right. something. Right, and, and, and also, it, like, when the admirals and stuff come in later, he's like, what the fuck is this place? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Admiral Bates. Yeah. Who does not? Like, I thought this was an outhouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Casey Ryback is on that train? <laughs> oh, we'll get God. to that. Don't you worry. Yeah. Uh, well, so many things. Can we talk about how much we've <laughs> we freaked out uh, when those trumpets blared and we first saw Casey Ryback Dude, played oh by Steven Seagal? Uh, the look when they first <laughs> turned him. Listen, yeah, he has oh many looks in this movie. That's one of his... Steven Seagal is not what That's I would his say way. actor. Many looks? <laughs> yeah, no, he's not an actor. But he's known for his look. I feel like he just says so much through his looks that th- when the camera just pans into his face, oh, and he has many looks. But the w- the first one when he gets out of the car and the, the music is playing, it's, it's a classic. Just him. It's a classic. <laughs> oh my it's god, classic Seagal. I, I think I've it's basically God knows how many times, and it's still I I like I'm like a little girl when it comes to that <laughs> scene. <laughs> we we all cheered. This is the third time we saw this movie. In the past month, this is the only Seagal movie we can say that about. Yeah. Um, But I enjoyed it just as, like, I think the most this time. I really, this is fun. I was so excited about Seagal that, you know, I made made note of what time he appears in the film. Or at least from our version of what we watched. What time is it? (laughs) Three minutes and 30 seconds. Nice. First (laughs) appearance of Casey. He's not not a very arrogant, he doesn't need to be in the movie right away. He lets it build. He lets it set up. And that actually kind of brings me to a good point, because I think this movie is good because of what's going on around Seagal. Is pretty enjoyable, and like the action is fast, and... Seagal himself, I think I'm going to find over the course of these podcasts that I might have trouble with some of his stuff. I know, Raj, (laughs) that you're a big fan, (laughs) and I'm excited to, uh, you know... There'll be some battles. Yeah, we might have to have some, like, Seagalian battles. For sure. Um, I want to teach everybody jiu-jitsu through through Seagal's movies and by possibly demonstrating on you, and then people will be like, I wish uh, I could see what they were doing. (laughs) You should should do a Steven Seagal Aikido clinic. Dude, and like I would totally play select scenes from his films and be like, this is what he was doing. And then yeah. demonstrate it on me in our living room. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All <laughs> like right, guys. tables. Oh, man. All right, fans, write in. If you want that, we can make it happen. Tweet us at, at, at PBear8, at the Van Burens. Uh, at Seriously Seagal. Oh, at Seriously Seagal. I, I don't have any of these yet. At Angry Dad 123. <laughs> can you here. Facebook there's, there's me? Facebook me. Facebook Raj, apparently, that's what he wants. I don't know. I don't okay. have an Instagram or Twitter yet. I'm working on it. But the bad guy in this movie. Yes. I enjoy. And I think the oh, whole under guy. siege plot just like works for Seagal's sure. thing, which is very wooden and basically <laughs> nothing Yeah, <laughs> a well, lot of the sure. time. Very true. Very sure. true. But like the last 36 minutes of this movie, just like. That's high octane s- stuff. It's so right high octane. Yeah. It's so exciting. Yeah. I just had so. <laughs> and especially, Smitty, the last five minutes, as you pointed out, are just ludicrously tied up. Well, before quick. we before oh, we get we, into further for the people who I can't wait to get to that part but I know I know I'm just I know I'm jumping ahead just, but I'm just so excited people, about maybe it. Maybe the people who so haven't seen <laughs> Under Siege 2 can we just give them a quick synopsis of what this movie is about for people who are just tuning in are like wait okay. I, I want to hear Raj's synopsis of, of what this movie oh, is about. Oh man. What is synopsis? All right. What's the bad guy's plot? The bad guys essentially just want to blow up well, the Pentagon really was their main target but they essentially would just want to blow up the world different parts of the world by taking over the satellite system. Grazier One. The terrible Grazier name. One. It's not really a, an intimidating it's a name. terrible name. But anyway, Brian so that's Grazier. their plot. Um, the reason do, they're Do you know why they want to they blow stuff up? I mean, he's just pissed. But he's also, they're getting a billion dollars oh, from right, okay, Middle sure, Eastern right. terrorists. Yes, all right, yeah. To do they're getting so. a billion dollars as well. So oh, they no, have to be on this my train. Guys, my guys, sorry, in the Middle East and North Korea. There we go. Are, okay. oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. He's always in involved. Appearance. So they got to be on this train because, one, the train is always moving, so it's hard to detect them. And, two, especially, they enter this area called Dark Territory. Dark Territory. 
Nice, nice. And then it's impossible to detect them. And so essentially they have to be on this train. They say dark territory so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Like, <laughs> Listen for it. We're entering. So that's their plot. Casey dark Ryback, meanwhile, is just territory. a beaten down man who yeah. can't Tell us about Ryback. Ryback is a man who can't even find his niece in a train station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how bad mm-hmm. the situation has become mm-hmm. with his family. He has been just so aketoed out of his mind <laughs> that he's lost his family, essentially. He, he also missed his brother's also, listen, funeral. We, we, well, listen, funeral, right? listen okay, in his defense, this chick is giving him... Let's, let's, not get to the, let's get to the fact of who this chick is in a second. All right, let's, mm-hmm. let's wait for that. But <laughs> she's giving him so much flack. Let me just remind everybody, we're in Under Siege 2. He yeah. has went through Under Siege. Yeah. This bitch has no idea. <laughs> What Casey Ryback has already had to go through. Like, I missed your dad's funeral because I was saving the world because I was under mm-hmm. siege, yep. underwater with Tommy Lee Jones' crazy ass. <laughs> I was dealing with Tommy Lee Jones. He was Tommy. wearing a bandana the entire movie. We'll get to that movie, by the way, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> we will get to under siege. It might be a while, but we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. We're saving that for last. I just want to say, though, cut him some slack because mm-hmm. he, he had to go through under siege one. Yeah. But uh, interestingly enough, who was the Peter, Who was the girl in this movie that was his niece? A young Catherine Heigl. Boom! Holy shit! Just really given. Care what? Like third? Hell. Fourth, what did you say? Third, fourth movie? Of it's her fourth movie. Um, he tries to give her a teddy bear, but she's kind of a little more grown up, so she's kind of like scoffs at that. Yeah. But yeah. then, like five minutes later, she says. Sorry, Uncle Casey, and their kind of arc. Right. So they're on this train ride quickly. because he feels bad yeah, that he didn't go to his, his brother's funeral, so he's mm-hmm. taking his niece on a train ride, incidentally on the same train yeah. that these guys are going. Into. Yes. He apparently wanted to go to Dark Territory, too. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> For the second time in <laughs> his <laughs> life, yeah. he is on the vessel that is also carrying <laughs> terrorists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So <laughs> basically, this guy just does not know how does to plan trips. Like, yeah. family trips are yeah, not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is just... <laughs> if you're, like, on a trip with your family and you see Casey I mean, Ryback hanging around and <laughs> you're teaching like, people martial arts, get you, like, off get of that. off there. Next like, stop. if you're on the plane, jump off. Like, just whatever you gotta do, get out of that situation. Casey fucking Ryback's on this plane? Like, let me change my ticket. Are you talking to me, Casey Ryback? I also enjoyed his, uh... uh one of one of his many whisper li- whispered lines oh, throughout yeah, give the give us one, Smitty. Yes, I'm not trained for this. Oh, that's <laughs> really good. After, uh, that's a good one. After good Catherine one. Heigl should sasses we, him out. Yeah, oh, she really sasses him Should we him go into his best one-liners? Oh, yeah, hit the music. It's time. <laughs> All right, here we go. For Raja's Seagal best one-liners. Oh, man, I got, I got a good list Raja's of them. Seagal. All right, I'm going to go through these, okay? So we just had, Smitty just gave away our first one. Guess I'm not trained for this. Really good, really <laughs> a good. Classic. Good. What do you? How many stars do you give that? Or how many Casey Ryback whisks do you give that that one on a scale of one to ten? One to ten. (laughs) How many whisks? I'm gonna give that one a six. That yep. Yeah, it's very good. But we're early on when we hear that one. So the next one that I got was right after he has his first argument with his niece on the train. He says, Mm -hmm. "I think I need a drink." That's it's more of like a true statement than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than a one-liner. The way, I mean, all right, okay, fine. It is, no, it is a nice little right, stinger okay. to that scene, though. That is the best thing. So the next one is not... Okay, we're... G- he whispers so It's, it's debatable much. if this is a one-liner per se or not, but it's yep. just... He doesn't swear a lot in his movies, but particularly in this movie, he says, God damn it, and shit, like, in he a very does, short period of time. On like top of the train, he says, Yeah, yeah. he gets yeah. really yeah. pissed after this. after the CIA chick gets thrown off the train. He's like, God damn it. Yeah. Like, and it's shit. And he doesn't usually <laughs> do that. So oh, what does it sound like again? <laughs> a little bit God more. damn it. <laughs> Not as Casey Ryback as I wanted, but those yeah. are classic one liners. So <laughs> wait, so those are those are all right. So then we have him talking to the porter and he says Oh yeah, Bobby Porter. Young man, don't make me raise my voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like That's please, really Steven, <laughs> raise your yeah, yeah, yeah. voice. I'm gonna give I that one like a nine out of ten. Just <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Like, it's so Because it's, it's so like meta. Because it's, it's like, very, yeah, <laughs> you can't hear anything he says the entire movie. And literally, these yeah. are all like the best take. These so, are the best take uh, of yeah, him. Yeah, just the whispering next one is really good because it's also to this oh porter. Right after he gets shot, and the guy's like, oh, man, you've been shot. And he's like, <laughs> can you think this is being shot? <laughs> this ain't being shot. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you need to like tone that way down to Sagalit. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Do you think this is being shot? This ain't being shot. 
There we go. Much <laughs> like, better. Dude, you much literally better. Are shot in the He's shoulder. just been like, shot. <laughs> like they in never the addressed this. In also, the movie in that all. scene where he gets shot in the shoulder, he falls off the train and they think he's dead. And he's hanging he's underneath he's the hanging undercarriage under of the train. How are you doing Casey that? Because he's Casey fucking Ryback. That's how. How man. did he do that? And Zed assumes that he is he's down Casey there. Fucking Ryback, dude. But then the next one is, <laughs> I gotta go beep somebody, and this is said with a bomb mm-hmm. in hand. And then the bomb itself says, "You're fucked." He's attached a beeper to the bomb. <laughs> he throws the bomb. It lands it's in, in a the nice <laughs> friendly message for this bad guy. I didn't know you could do that with a beeper. I didn't know you could do that. The bad guy reads the message. We all see that it says, you're fucked. <laughs> and it blows up. I didn't realize you could do that. That's uh, um, a great moment. I didn't. And then after he punches the K, uh, so he has a chick when he slides into the bathroom. <laughs> he has her kind of show the top of her cleavage to a bad yeah. guy to distract him while he punches him literally into a submission, basically, with a one-punch KO. Yep. And he says, uh, there to die for, huh? <laughs> I like that. I gave that one a 6.57. This scene, Seagal is sneaking in through the train bathroom at he and Bobby Porter. Yes. Okay, and he, he discovers a voluptuous woman in the bathroom changing her makeup during this during hostage, hostage situation. She's putting yeah, on lipstick for some reason. She's changing. She's like, oh, concerned. She's concerned. Okay, so we see that he gets her. Then we see outside that door. A, one of the bad guys opens the door. She yep. comes out. She goes, I broke my bra. <laughs> <laughs> shows, shows her cleavage to the guy. Wait, the camera kind of, she goes, I broke my bra. <laughs> and she like holds out her tits a little bit. Oh and the camera kind of zooms in there, like with the bad guy, like yeah, where it's a yeah. POV from the bad guy. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And like, then bam, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And what does he say? And what does he say, Raj? There to die for <laughs> That was so much louder than Tagal said. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, are those? All, do you have any more one-liners? Oh yeah. Okay. We have our ten out of ten. Okay. For the movie, the mm-hmm. best one-liner. This is at the end, right? This is at the very end. Yep, you guess it, up guys. If you don't know character. what is what this one is, then you haven't seen this movie yeah. properly. <laughs> <laughs> he kills the guy with one of the best properly. neck breaks, like a reverse guillotine for you jujitsu fanatics. Yeah. On the back, breaks this guy's neck. Where drops are they? Him in the ground. They're in the fucking kitchen. Yeah, they're in the kitchen. Of he the looks yeah. at this piece of shit. Yep. He's lying there all dead, and he says, nobody beats me in the kitchen. <laughs> Casey <laughs> Ryback. Classic. Casey fucking Ryback, man. He's I right. Mean, he's a cook. Be, I mean, For those of you uh, uninformed, he is... We'll get familiarized chef. with this. And He's a master chef. One. We see him in the beginning of this movie prove his master chefness by whisking some batter and then <laughs> microwaving it. <laughs> and like For a bunch of people, yeah. A bunch of cooks being like, oh, wow, that's how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put it in the fucking microwave, huh, Casey? Like He's so fed up with this situation with his knees, he goes and shows the cooks how to cook things. But interestingly enough, I'm going to segue that to the <laughs> a segment Really of things segue. that we secretly think are going well, on during well, the movie. Hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> are you done with that? With the one-liners, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, we gotta okay. take the music out. Let's take some music out. Here we go. Raja one-liners. That's pretty good. Raj, do you have another segment? Hold on, give, us, give us that sweet-ass segue again. I have a Interestingly segment. Interestingly enough. <laughs> <laughs> This brings us to things we think are secretly going on in the movie or should be added to the movie. So one thing, <laughs> nice. That's so one good. thing that I strongly feel is p- going on in this movie mm-hmm. behind the scenes is, is that ever since I saw that scene, that's why br- you brought this up—the oh, scene of yeah, him whisking totally. and teaching the cooks. He's, yeah. I secretly think that Casey Ryback is making a cake for his niece, <laughs> and he's repeatedly going back to the kitchen in scenes where we don't see him, and he's like finishing parts of the cake. So every, <laughs> every few segments, he has to go <laughs> back to the kitchen and make <laughs> the next part of this cake, which is why it's taking him so long oh, to like save this hostage that's situation. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> that's I, I like and that. I really I like wish that, that at the end lot. of this movie, they would just have him like have a fully prepared cake for his niece. It that's was, fantastic. Oh my god. So I would love to see some like oh cut fo- cut footage from Under Siege to Dark Territory <laughs> <laughs> that features Seagal like hurriedly <laughs> going through that goddamn like one porthole that he keeps going through where the music like <laughs> oh, swells up yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the bathroom. <laughs> one. It's just like him slowly walking to the bathroom and the music is like dun 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 like it's like so heroic and swelling. Yeah, and he's just walking tall. That's basically his one move is that he walks tall and then like flips people a little bit. 
He holds himself very tall. <laughs> he holds himself with an amazing carriage and yeah, gait. Yeah, extremely My tall. thing that I think is going on, well, I'm still on the fence about this, but one thing I could say is that the uh, poor man's Gary Cole, yeah. the, the the smoker, <laughs> mm-hmm. who's in the, the uh, <laughs> yeah. Star Wars uh, control room or wherever the fuck they're at, yeah. um, he's actually a bad guy. Oh yeah, we were talking Remember about this. We were talking about this? That I probably like seems like he would have like, like he had a creepy his, vibe. His, his vibe and temperament thrilled the very film. I felt vibe. like I felt like they had like a another storyline with mm-hmm. him, like mm-hmm. somehow being tied to the bad people yeah. in there. There but are they a lot had of to like edit guys. it out. They were just like, oh no, this is it doesn't make sense. There are just too many sense. bad guy characters. I think. Yeah, maybe to there do that. Are, there are a lot of like you know, kind of star henchmen dudes. There's yeah. the the uh, Dorian guy from the mask. But what's what's his name? What's his character's name? Uh, henchman yeah. number one. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Really? The first scene we're one? gonna read. Yeah, yeah. Is oh, by the way, folks, listen up for this scene we're gonna read uh, from this film when we get to it. Yeah, that'll be it's coming gonna be up pretty in a little bit. Gosh but darn great. Hey, hey, can, Smitty, can, what? I, I think you were keeping count of something here. Oh, let's oh let's, let's uh, give us a little bit of a music <laughs> intro. Let's get yeah. an intro oh for God. Smitty here. No, look, give, give yourself uh, a little musical. Let's get drop an here. intro here. Snap in <laughs> with Mister Smitty. Snap in with, snap in with Mister Smitty. Snap in, snap in. <laughs> oh my neck! All right, so this is going to be a segment called <laughs> Snap in with Mister Smitty. Snap so pretty much. During this time, oh yeah. So basically, uh-huh. in this segment, we're gonna we're gonna keep count of how many limb snaps, including neck snaps. Yeah, neck is a limb in this circumstance. Steven, Steven Seagal inflicts on. But his, fingers uh, are not victims. limbs, guys. What? Uh, okay. No, right. I would right. venture that they are. Hold on, hold well, on. Well, then there's like that end scene. Okay, so. No, that's cool. getting that's chopped like, off though. That's there okay. is breaking it. The, there's gonna be just some. Serious debate about what we're dealing with. In Let's go with the ones that there's not debate about first. Okay, hold on. Tweet us I'm gonna, I'm gonna and work. the Van Buren. <laughs> tweet us, tweet us, tweet us. <laughs> I'm going to work backwards for me okay. in the movie. Okay. You know, that's a little unoriginal. Is your limbs being snapped All right, okay, by so Steven Seagal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Our main bad guy, Penn, gets his neck snapped. Would oh. you say he's the main bad guy? I guess so. We can also debate that. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yes, but okay. Henchman number one or... Like the, Who looks you know, like Race boss. Bannon from Johnny Quest? Yep. <laughs> yes, very much so. Like exactly. So he, that's one right yeah. there. Next snap. Okay. Yep. There's another hen, like just random, Henchman. random dude who gets mm-hmm. his arm snapped. There are a lot of random dudes. Yes, there are a lot of random dudes. Nice. There's two. Yep. Three. The guy uh, Dorian from The Mask. That mm-hmm. dude. He yep. gets his next snap. Zed from Pulp Fiction. Yes. From a rear mount. Just yeah, he, he gets the rear mount next snap. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and uh, great. Okay. Hold on. So they wish they could do in the UFC. He always so looks like he came back from the from playing outside in the cold, yes, too, in yes, this movie. Yeah, his yeah. lips are always, like, pursed and punched. He has, like, chap cheeks. Yeah, he's all, like, like red. He's yes. t- tinted red, basically. <laughs> Maybe he could have been just drinking all day on set or something. Maybe. Um. So that, Okay, so we're at three. The first snaps of yep. this film <laughs> <laughs> and i do say snaps there mm-hmm. are multiple ones happen to one single bad guy yep all right so basically seagal takes both of his arms and does this does he snap his arms first Is no that he, snaps the ri- he snaps the he snaps the fingers first he snaps he snaps fingers the fingers upside and then down wrists first. okay fingers wrists fingers yep. go first and then he snaps them in reverse and he does the wrists so the fingers of the first breaks okay. multiple. We might have to put this on YouTube with you doing this to Smitty. Or you. Yeah, this okay. will, this will, this will be you. up in the uh, comments. Yeah, we'll make sure to post a video. Because there's <laughs> <laughs> each finger is a li- it's, it's a li- would you, you know call what? it a you know limb or a okay. digit? It's for a this, digit. For this segment, we're not counting fingers. Mm-hmm. Let's just say okay. the fingers as a whole as one. <laughs> one uh, like the set of four fingers yeah, that he yeah, breaks. Because yeah. he does do one. That. He does work like sets of fingers. Okay. Okay. Let's call All a right. whole okay. set of fingers <laughs> okay. one. Yeah. Okay. So then it's that like would paw. be two. Like okay. Okay. So we'll one count on each side. Yep. And then two wrists. He breaks a wrist after. So that's four. That's four. And three. Seven. Seven snaps. Or over under was five and a half. Yes, over under was five and a half. <laughs> wow, over. So that was pretty good. But c- could we just back up a little bit? I want to. Sure. I, sure. I, I really want to take it. So, oh, sorry, I'm just looking at my notes here. There's Are you so many notes here? So, like, they hijack this train. 
Right. Are, yeah. you, are we kind of there? The terrorists kind of okay. take over this. One thing trip. I do have to After say Seagal is though, with his niece. some of the bad guys do like somehow infiltrate this like military base. Yeah, very oh my god, yes. Very, yeah, yeah. with yeah. no resistance basically whatsoever. <laughs> oh, and they don't really say <laughs> where this military oh, base is. Smitty, I was hoping that we would be able to cameo in this movie as the as, two guards t- who go, hey, hey what's, what's going, going on here? <laughs> and they get immediately shot. <laughs> Yeah, it was basically like Sonny at the really toll booth. Yeah. yeah, those guys are great. But <laughs> it was basically no resistance. They just walked in there, just killed everyone, and just walked out with, what, two or three <laughs> helicopters? Yeah. Yep. Or flew out, I should yeah, say. Yeah, they flew out of there. They take over this train. They knew how to work all this equipment. Kind of like different teams of terrorists I think that's what my problem would be if I was hired to be a henchman. I wouldn't know how to work half of the equipment that I'm supposed to work. They'd be like, all right, now you got to just fly this back to where we need it to be. I'll be like, what? How? Where are the keys? What? <laughs> well, All right. Am I supposed to know how this thing works? I've been hired like straight out of like high school dropout, probably college dropout. No, maybe. I think these are pretty. These are international terrorists here that uh, Travis henchmen, Travis Dane is the hired. Henchmen are just like idiots. Um, no, I think I think those guys have college degrees, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a little bit of college. How do you maybe know a little how to fly a plane? I got to call you. <laughs> we all have college degrees. How many of you guys can fly a plane? Maybe they I were can't. like into like math I or history before they. I still henchmen. couldn't fly a plane if I was into math or history. <laughs> <laughs> I know math. I can't fly a plane. Like, how am I supposed to get this out of the base? So, one thing I like to point out is sure. that basically. Uh-huh. Two bad guys are just walking down the tracks, and this guy just stops the the train for them. And yeah. like, the, the, the engineer, two, the two engineers, get out and are like, "Hey, buddy, what's what's going on?" And yeah. then you know, Jonathan Jonathan Banks, Mike Herman, tried mm-hmm. of Breaking Bad, yes, fame, very own. Um, and kind of all so many like people their starts, honestly. <laughs> Catherine this is Heigl, not, Mike. This is not Jonathan Banks' start. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> like the it, it is Catherine. It is Catherine. Seagal does give a lot of starts, though. So basically, they just murder the engineers, and yep. one thing I noticed was um, Jonathan Banks picks up the engineer's hat, yeah. puts it on, <laughs> he puts it takes off his dead body, and he's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to be an engineer now, hops <laughs> in the cab and just starts it back up. The only people he sees again are his own cohort, so it's like, who's he? <laughs> he's wearing that engineer's hat for himself. Right, you yeah, know, like yeah. That was like a an, character oh, I, I like that hat, <laughs> yeah. you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I always want to wear this hat. Oh God! And wait, one thing: where was where was uh, Seagal when they actually got on the train and when it stopped? Like when it stopped, I I can't remember right now. Honestly, did he? He was getting drunk with the bartender. Well, he was okay. definitely he was definitely doing some good work with that bartender. Yeah, he was. And then the train it. stopped, and then he went to go check it out. He right? was in it to win it. Is that basically what happened? He goes to check what? it out, and then he takes out one of their guys like immediately, I think. Oh, he throws right, that guy right, off. That's right, okay. And then there's a scene in the kitchen where those the chefs get massacred from outside the train. The bullets oh, are like going yeah, through the kitchen. Oh, my it's God, like, get, get down, chefs! Get down, get the whisks oh. away! Those are his brothers, too. Oh, exactly. Don't make sure that cake doesn't get hit! <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, that, that cake that he's making so for got, his, like uh, eyeing his, the cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't it, you dare. It is like a moment of of like great symbolism for Casey Ryback when all that those chefs get massacred. Like it's like they really are his. It's you like you knew a those guys are fucked from the minute they yeah. kill those chefs. You're like, oh shit, they kill all the sous chefs. Yeah. How the fuck is he supposed to cook with no sous chefs? <laughs> <laughs> he's so pissed off. Like, oh, I can't imagine if he's really making a cake for his daughter. I'm sure he had other things planned for those sous chefs. He's like. Now you're telling me I gotta <laughs> fucking do this by myself? Like, are you kidding me Hold right up. now? Here's a, here's a, whiz, a line oh. I wish was in there. After all those guys get shot, I wish you went, too many cooks? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Too many cooks. No, no, no. <laughs> we're not doing that. No. Too many <laughs> cooks. Oh, For the um, sake of everyone listening, do not look that up. <laughs> oh, no, we highly recommend it. Yeah, that's great. Um, so we meet our, basically our two, Another debate we could we could have: uh, Who is the main villain in this yeah, movie? Yeah, who is the main villain? And that's one of the well, things we I actually we like about I this still movie. Don't know. Is that they're kind of like two two There's head bad guys. We have Jerry Seinfeld. Like a and we have monster. Rick, the Race reason Bannon. I thought it was the Rick Bannon. Rick, what is Race Bannon? Race Bannon guy is because the computer nerd guy keeps calling him Mister Something and like Pen. asking him. So for his, so his name in the movie Pen. is Pen. Right. So he keeps saying like Mister to him and Ladies like asking and him for permission for stuff. You know, All right, like so. Mr. Rush, this is the way I see it, is that our Seinfeld guide, played by Eric Bogosian. I love Eric Bogosian. He's he's actually pretty good. He's great. And um, this is your captor He's dealing with all the the technical stuff and all the smarts, all the computers and stuff, while our other guy, Penn, is in charge of all the tactical Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, 
mercenary force. Yeah, I could basically. say fifty-fifty. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's like. 50, so I feel he's like, like to pull brains this off, and muscle. You yeah, know? you need it's, to it's, you need to have a little bit of both for yeah. sure. Um, but they are kind of like the odd couple a little bit, <laughs> and they definitely do fight. They do bicker yeah, they, a little bit later in the movie. As the 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 people at that that fake weather station were saying that they have like a tenuous relationship. Oh yeah, exactly. You know oh, everything. Our poor man's Gary Cole said that. He's projected at some point earlier in the movie, which I noticed because we just watched it three fucking times. There's a lot of character development. <laughs> no, that was there one. is. There <laughs> is <laughs> a lot of character development. Yeah, except oh, for Steven Seagal's character. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Steven Seagal says it all through his looks. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's There's all he does. Serious looks. <laughs> um. Oh, and then we also we have the best shot of the movie. You know, oh, Se- yeah. Seagal sneaks on top of the train, is running yep. around the top of the this train, and then sneaks back into the side, and is we're greeted with a extreme close up of um, Bobby, Bobby Porter. the Porter. Yeah, and he he does a very memorable yell. It's probably one of my favorite. <laughs> it's a zoom in. It's a yeah. zoom in on Bobby <laughs> as he's doing that. Yes, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, you're here." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seagal does a lot of uh, teaching of Bobby Porter. Yeah. In this movie. Yeah, he's a pretty good mentor, actually. And he also learns that that arm flip from uh, Sarah. From Sarah, right yeah, back. that's the right. Earlier, earlier in the movie, break. she flips him around. Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely uses that. I think maybe he's twice. For you, jujitsu fanatics, it's a knee on wrist break that he. Uses so Seagal there. kind of takes this gentleman under his wing to help him. Kind of like he's his apprentice in like working with a terrorist siege. Yeah, basically situation. Yeah, so what is the bad guy's plot in this movie exactly? I'm still so. Basically, well, they're blowing up the metal gun and create a nuclear winter, but by also gaining right. money. They're going to blow up the Middle nuke. Eastern countries in, in North Korea. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, the Middle East and North yeah, Korea yeah. are paying them to blow up a nuke under the Pentagon. Or there's like a nuclear reactor. With a satellite that Eric Bogosian designed but was fired from the government agency. And then faked Because his of his mental issues and faked his own death. death. Then yes. met up with Mr. Penn and they're like, okay, yeah. we're going to. We're taking this shit under control. We're going to take take a train into dark territory and set up this situation. So and then did they know Casey Ryback has the worst fucking travel agent beside ever. Besides Put him Casey on the same goddamn train. Besides Casey Ryback, that's. It's a pretty foolproof plan. It's a though. pretty fucking foolproof plan. It's exactly. They, they it almost wasn't an under siege three because Casey Ravick just stopped traveling altogether. He's like, "Fuck <laughs> this! This is bullshit." I don't know he if drives this himself everywhere. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but last year Seagal gave an interview where he said there's going to be an under siege three. I did hear that. And Fuck I can't out of wait. Yeah, I can't wait. If maybe that's Chad's oh. our last podcast, or I don't know. Wait. Well, Oh, there's a conservation of Bobby Porter. Let's not talk about the last <laughs> podcast on the first podcast. That's <laughs> not good. That. It's All foreshadowing, right. man. <laughs> so this train is going from Denver to L.A., right? Yep. That Beautiful or shots of Denver, too. Yeah, very, gorgeous, very gorgeous scenery. Green screen. Um, yeah, so the first yeah. target that they, they use that... Um, it's Guangzhou. The crazer one is, is a, like a factory in Guangzhou, a military Guangzhou factory. Is how they say it. Guangzhou. Guangzhou. It's kind of a weird yeah. shot <laughs> when they actually do blow up. I, I think another fun thing about this movie is the, like, it's ridiculous, but those countdowns to stuff being blown up yeah, is like great. a nice tense moment. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, like that they have a countdown clock is kind of absurd and like they... They're like, oh, the satellite's repositioning or whatever. But it is just like, oh, what's going to happen? Right. It's like, is Casey Ryback going to stop it? But no, he doesn't. He doesn't actually. stop it. And it gets blown up. And it's apparently a shot that they reused from the Steven Seagal directed film on Deadly Ground. Are you serious? Of a Russian something blowing up. The, um, the shot they used for the Chinese. On Deadly Ground, guys, we'll get to that one too. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh my God, P Bear. Pe- people are salivating <laughs> when we're talking about on Deadly Dude. Ground. Let's, we should do a segment on. Favorite technique because I notice he does rely on certain things in different movies throw more on that than technique, others. Throw on, the, throw on the favorite technique <laughs> music. <laughs> the immortal technique. Uh, Pick yeah, one. Uh, oh, this one. <laughs> <laughs> immortal techniques. Yeah. So in this movie, he used several different techniques, but one that I that I noticed that he used at least three times mm-hmm. was a disarm. Okay. It's a wrist break. Yep. For you jujitsu fanatics. <laughs> it's yeah, a, it's wrist a, breaks. It's a, it's a, <laughs> the exact wrist break <laughs> is a, <laughs> yeah, there you go. The exact wrist break is, it's called a kodo, mm-hmm. kodo kaishi, okay. which translates to leaf hand. Okay. And it's the one that you see where he pulls the guy and then uh, the guy appears to flip over. Okay. 
when he does it. So uh, he does that a couple of times in the movie, at least three that I saw. Can you do it to me right now? I, I could. Here we go. It would be. It would be. Yeah. All right. He's doing it. All right. I have my knife. Oh, oh my god. Jesus, dude. <laughs> now I don't have my knife anymore. That oh. fucking hurt. <laughs> That's been technique of favorite technique of the night with Pee <laughs> Bear and the Brown Bear. My wrist. Sorry, dude. Oh. So after you disarmed me so quickly there. That was pretty good. That was really good. Thanks, guys. I can't wait to have that done to me. Come train. <laughs> VB Manor. Uh. <laughs> Come and train at the VB Manor. Fifth oh. floor of the VB Manor. Yeah, dude. Should we do? Should we go to our scene right now? Because like it's kind of. Oh, here's my question. Does so he kind of makes his first volley at the bad guy HQ that's hanging out in the train. Um, with those grenades that he makes in the <laughs> in the cooking with Casey segment. Oh yeah, <laughs> cooking with Casey Ryback. <laughs> All right, so favorite. So segment. cooking with Casey Ryback. We're gonna. Just highlight the uh, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, food uh, the food elements in, in of, of Seagal sure. films. So basically, <laughs> for understanding. <laughs> nothing to do with him. <laughs> yes, nothing to do with This one, surprisingly, for having a chef as a main character, there was mm -hmm. not much food happening. Good point. There wasn't there was much food. There were some scenes in, in kitchens, but like, he was never really involved too much. So I would have to give the cooking with Casey segment for this film to be the one where he he makes bombs. Yeah, coconut okay. oil doesn't use coconut oil like lighter yep. fluid. It's a it's a wonderful scene of teaching Bobby. Oh, you guys take notes out there. Coconut oil, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's uh, yeah. so he was really, you know, eggs. I don't know. It was some beautiful cooking. It was, but there was also that. <laughs> I'm thinking of things that were eaten in this movie, and there was also that uh, scene where the DOD guy eats the other one's uh, <laughs> pussy. <laughs> God. And this, this has been cooking with Casey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, uh, sh can we act out our scene? Sure. Okay. And this is on. like, I feel like this next scene, we're gonna do something really special here. We're gonna reenact the scene that kind of drove us to this podcast. Oh. I would say ooh, 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 this ooh, is ooh, this ooh, is ooh. one of the best scenes in cinema history uh, from Under Siege Two, and I think a lot of the reason why I enjoy this film rests yeah, on this scene. It's kind of like the pinnacle in Seagal's career. Well, let's just do it. So I'll be, I'll play the role of Travis Dane. I'm kind of the computer hackery sure. bad guy sure. who's been, uh, who just blew up a uh, arms station in China and yep. <laughs> blew up a plane that was carrying some rich guy's wife, uh, and is pretty good at blowing things up. Okay, threatening to blow up the <coughs> Pentagon. Sure, I'll play uh, Pen. All right, be a mercenary one. And <laughs> you're mercenary a mercenary one. <laughs> Who is, uh, that's Zed. Yeah, Zed is mercenary one. Yeah. Doesn't get a name. Dorian from Mask. Peter Green. Yeah. And who's, who's Penn? That's, uh... That's the... Part of the two-headed monster as our villain. Right, the, right, the, right. Uh, who's the guy from, that you say he Chase looks like? Bannon. What Chase Bannon. Chase Bannon. Race oh, Bannon. Race Bannon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Race Bannon. He's kind of a tall yes. man in a leather coat. He's exactly yes. like ex-military. He does look exactly like him. So it's, it's, it's kind of the three head bad guys talking yeah. together. Okay. And, sure. and they, they're kind of, they've discovered uh, Casey Ryback's footprints on this train, and they see that he is loose, and they know that now he oh is the man they're shit. chasing. By footprints, we mean his blood trail of His bodies. blood trail and his, uh, dead his like, Blackberry that he leaves behind <laughs> yeah. that's faxing yeah, a chef. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. can we go back to the <laughs> fact that of all the people to fax, instead of directly faxing the police or any no. government, he faxes no. his chef. we got to come back to that. Well, yeah, a huge plot point of this movie is when the, the chef gets the fax, <laughs> yeah. says, yeah. wait, this isn't an ingredient list. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, yeah. And, then <laughs> and then the little alerts the Department of Defense yeah. that okay, this is happening. Okay, let's get back to that. Okay, that all right, let's do our scene here. Casey Ryback. Casey Ryback is on this train. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm Travis Dane. Uh, I'm uh, at my computer. Click, 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 click. Ryback's tactics. Ryback. That's what it says. Ryback. Casey fucking Ryback. Jesus Christ. Who's Casey fucking Ryback? Casey Ryback is a former SEAL ca team captain and terrorism <laughs> expert. Can we start this over? <laughs> yeah, let's, take it, let's take it from the top again. Hold on. Oh, no, Jesus. keep 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 rolling. though. No, keep keep rolling. Yeah, no, of course. Oh, you guys feel loose? You feel fresh? Yeah. Okay. Good. If you want to improv something, go right go right ahead yeah, with it. Sure. Okay. Okay. Type 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 type. Ryback's tactics. Ryback. That's what it says. Ryback. Casey fucking Ryback. 
Jesus Christ. Who's Casey fucking Ryback? Casey Ryback is a former SEAL team captain and a coward terrorism expert. He was my instructor at Fort Bragg. He's the best there is. I thought you were the best there is, Pan. She shot the intruder. Did you see the body? No, just a shitload of blood. And if, if you get run over by a train... <laughs> Did you see the body? I assumed he was dead. Assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups. Nice, good, beautiful, good work. Beautiful scene. reading. Nice, and That's scene. a good scene. Can we just talk, like, what happens in that scene is just Seagal is the most badass person that oh these guys God, don't have yeah. to really even encounter him. They just to, hear the name, to, uh, yeah. and they know. And at that moment, fellows, I submit to you that no longer is this train under siege. However, these terrorists are under siege oh by shit. Steven Seagal. Oh, shit. Did you see what just happened there? <laughs> that was like a sound there? I hope people are listening to that. This train is under siege by Steven. Exactly. Not by the terrorists. They are under siege. What happens next? Okay, so here's. Okay, so can we get the music for bad bad guys? <laughs> bad bad guys. Yeah, for bad bad guys. I get some. I get some. Oh, here we go. I'm a little peeved with our bad guys. As much as I enjoyed their acting, okay. I thought they did some dumb things. Sure. We're probably, probably going to see it. this in a lot of Seagal movies Kay. because he is a hero who has no faults. And often he just kind of lets his enemies defeat themselves, kind of like his moves, which take the emotion of the attacker and use it against him. Classic Aikido, mm -hmm. dude. Mm -hmm. Come train. So his movies are very Aikido. Um, so our, our main bad guy, Jerry Seinfeld, has this incredibly sophisticated tactical weapon that he built yep, um, yep, yep. via secret government agency that uh, NASA thinks is a weather satellite or something. He has one CD-ROM that he needs to run this whole situation, this whole plan runs on one CD-ROM, and he loses it, which is a big part of the plot in this movie, and yeah, which dude. takes Steven Seagal diving, <laughs> <laughs> diving off a train, diving off the train, which stops, and he dives off uh, onto a cliff, and is basically immediately hanging onto a cliff. Yep. But one CD-ROM, you know? Well, they need it. Yo, it was the 90s, 95 CD-ROM. They could right? make a copy of the CD-ROM? They, they, like, uh, they don't know... Okay. CDRWs and whatnot were not too popular <laughs> at the time. You know how hard it was to program? It's a little harder to okay, cop burn CDs. Dude, back half back the then. computers yeah. back then didn't have a proper burner, and then you'd go to burn it and it'd say that the CD was or a different type. At least floppy disk back And then you're up, like, right? what do you mean there's already something on this disk? This is a brand new disk. It's in this pile of 50. They used to come in that like little thing. You know what I mean? The cylinder. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is a brand new CD. What do you mean there's something already on it? Like, all right, f like format this disk. Like. This guy was not trying to get into all this. He was just trying to get to dark territory. He didn't think Steven Seagal <laughs> slash Casey Ryback was going to be on this train. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he thought it was going to be a walk Again, in the park. Again, he did not realize that he, Casey it's Ryback on their is part, the... There's a lot of hubris the on the best, part of the bad guys here. Except he is the worst at booking proper travel plans. <laughs> so he finds himself in these situations with his niece, who he doesn't even recognize in the train station. He's awkwardly looking at, like, 17-year-old girls. Yes, he really is. That is an awkward scene. <laughs> so the bad guys get the CD back, right after they do. After the porter and whatnot takes it. Yep. They but then they lose the CD, and then Seagal and the porter are off the train. Oh, everyone's but the, the CD, train stopped too. The CD does fall out of the porter's pocket and is like still near the train. Right. right? It, it's it, like the so bad guys just find it and get everything back else on. is this kind is of irrelevant porter. with the other guys. But just it, in in the realms of bad bad guy. The guy who repels down when Seagal is just hanging yeah. on a, a pretty, cliff. That's yeah. a piss poor bad guy. Could you describe the filming of Seagal on this cliff, Smitty? Because yeah. it's uh, well, okay. Well, first of all, you know, he's just—he's just on this cliff with no nowhere to hang on or whatever. His 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 choice of footwear is just terrible. He's wearing <laughs> he's boots, wearing like, boots. like cowboy boots for this thing. Black head to toe, Johnny Cash style. Of course, I mean he's got. To there's only to be one scene where I see him his brother's funeral wearing under something under one. black, but. <laughs> And his it niece won't give him a break, <laughs> stupid bitch. Seagal. Interestingly enough, Catherine Heigl plays too. a lot of other bitch characters <laughs> later on in her life. Oh, boy. So here we go. It's kind of true. but um, <laughs> So basically, uh, th uh, this guy is just so inept, this this henchman who comes down and rappels down on this rope. Yeah. And Casey's like, oh, it's down it's down there, and points <laughs> to the ground. Yeah. And the guy looks down. <laughs> And Referring Seagal to the CD-ROM, <laughs> fell yes. down. Like and Seagal just jumps on top yeah. of this guy. And and jumps from the cliff to the guy on the rope. And just cuts his rope. 
There's no, does he break he his, his neck? neck? No, he cuts his rope. I think he, uh, oh, he cuts his rope. He sh- no, well, he, then he smashes his face into the rock. Yeah, that's what he does. And then he cuts his rope. And no, then, and then Raj, he shoots another guy's rope. And then he shoots another guy who is rappelling down. No, he cuts that guy's rope. No, no, he does. He shoots it. He shoots it. He shoots the rope, and the guy falls down. I think he cuts a rope at the very beginning when he gets down there, And then... <laughs> the train starts it's moving, and he's attached to it, right? So it basically yeah. brings him up on top of the cliff. Yeah. And the bad guys are shooting the rope as the train leaves, and almost, and almost, Seagal falls off the cliff. He just makes it with yeah. one, one, one hand. He's fucking yeah. right back. Seagal <laughs> doing all his own Ryback stunts, of course. So Very real I wish I could cliff. train with Casey Ryback. Well, Ryback is off the train, and the train is leaving without him. Ryback is off the train. What does he do? He finds a pickup what? truck, hot yeah. wires it. Hot wire pickup truck. Very quickly. Floors it. Yep. <laughs> right after the train. The shots of Seagal Bow. driving. <laughs> there were so many like cuts back to Seagal driving. I think from yep. like the Department of Defense or whatever when the, yep. the like joint che- chairman <laughs> like finally calls the president with like 13 minutes left or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and well, it's also like, oh, Casey Ryback is on that train. Yeah, this is, is where Casey, Casey Ryback is. This on is that where train? he finds that, yeah. and also the oh. the chef. Calls in with oh, this right. is when. Yeah, this is all when right. Let's happens. get back to this point. So Steven Seagal, being in this situation, has one fax to send, mm-hmm. and he chooses not to notify any sort of government agency, which I'm sure he has a numbers of. But instead, he chooses to, which correctly enough, however, he chooses to fax a chef. We don't know who this. Would it have been worse to fax sh- anyone else? Who the fuck is this <laughs> chef? Because the chef doesn't notice for a long time, too. That's I true. mean, who the, who the fuck is this chef? He's got food to prepare. You know? Do we yeah. know who <laughs> the fuck this chef that. is? Does anybody know who the fuck? This I chef think is? it's his buddy from Under Siege One. He but we'll find out. Fucking t- text the chef. Was right. that movie called Under Siege One? <laughs> no, it's just called Under Siege. So great. So he's gonna text his fucking chef. So I guess the chef just knows. And how <laughs> doesn't does this, text him? How does this <laughs> chef know to call the secret government agency? This this how does he? That's get, a good question, Rush. <laughs> like who the fuck is this chef? Are there multiple Steven Seagal like Casey Ryback's mother like running around? Was there like an organization that made cooks into secret weapons like Too born many cooks? But <laughs> like a born, but for cooks. <laughs> Except See, this guy just I'm let himself go because he makes better travel plans than Steven Seagal, so he doesn't have to fucking get into these situations. So he's just a fat, happy old chef, and Casey Ryback is like this unfortunate chef who just keeps getting dragged into these situations. That is kind of what it's like. <laughs> it's pretty unfortunate for Casey Ryback that he's like he there calls his government agency after and he's the like, this is under Casey siege Ryback, one. and they're like, "How are you doing?" He's like, "I'm, I'm fine. I'm just at home. Like, I don't know." Like, he, what if this was a just TV? Casey, guys? It's just Casey. <laughs> what if this was a TV show? He just where did every this episode, a year ago. He <laughs> under under a different kind of siege on a different uh, <laughs> like locomotive vehicle. I, I feel like it might get it possibly could get old quick. Might get I'm a little not old. sure. It might get a little old. Like I wonder if all these cooks though. just like call each other. Like you got to be fucking kidding me again. Wasn't he on a ship just the last time we heard? I know he's on a train now. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps faxing. He keeps fucking faxing me. I don't know why I have a fax machine in the first place. And nobody faxes in their catering orders anymore. Goddamn it! They just call me. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's so okay, pissed okay, about so, so, so he, gets, he other, sends the facts. We talked about the facts. That's my other thing that I wish was secretly going on in this movie is that they have this organization of cooks that are all pissed at Casey because he sends them these facts every now and then <laughs> with like these serious situations. They're like, God "What the fuck?" Like. How like everybody oh, else is like job yeah, like everybody else lives totally normal lives and can't figure out how he keeps getting himself into these situations. They're like, what do you mean you're on a submarine? Like, how do you get on a submarine? I was cooking for. Just what do you mean you're retired job. for so many years? Why would you be on a submarine just cooking? I just don't understand. So everybody knows Casey Ryback is on this train and has the situation under control. Yeah. Although the DOD is sending two missiles to blow up the train because uh, uh, it's going to blow up Washington D.C. Yeah. So also that's kind of our ticking. Uh, also, clock we've, right we've here. just learned that this train this train is headed on a collision course. <laughs> Yeah. There's so many things coming to a close. Well, they switch so the tracks for that. They, they switch, switch the, the tracks. They do, but not before the bad dudes get Catherine Heigl. <laughs> of course. No, I meant like it wasn't originally her. planned for a collision course. Like they're not crazy. <laughs> yeah, they didn't book a train <laughs> to get <laughs> to a collision course. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. This is the representation <laughs> of my relationship <laughs> with my niece. No, I'm yeah. just gonna fucking kill you, bitch. They did though because they had the helicopter for extraction. 
No, <sighs> no, I mean like the regular passengers before this train was under siege. Oh, we're oh, not sorry, going on a collision course. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yes, no. I, this yeah, is not a suicide train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suicide train. That's what we like to see yeah. when you suicide train. Like some crazy cult just like decides to go on a train <laughs> ride to hell. That's pretty good. Wait. That's pretty good. Speaking of train ride to hell, Smitty, give me a give me a segment noise of some sort. You asked for it. All right, guys. I got a serious question for all you listeners, and you win a prize. We're gonna give you the answer next week. Got a physics that question for you from Under Siege Two. If Two trains are on a collision course going from east to west. Both, one of, the, both of them are going east to west? <laughs> no, motherfucker. <laughs> one is going from east to west, one is going from west. Okay, east. I'm just clarifying. All right. Much like the trains that are headed in the trains under siege 2. One is going 50 miles an hour. The other one is going 33 kilometers an hour. Oh, damn. <laughs> How long is it going to take for Casey Ryback <laughs> to get off of the train that he is on and get to safety. Yeah. That's your question. I know the, the an- <laughs> I don't know the exact answer, but I know how to find well, it. Still working it out. Gonna gonna I'm going to keep it to myself. Tune in to podcast number two or come find me at VV Man. God damn, why are you putting the music? I'm not done yet, but that's fine. All right. Good. All right. Another really good physics problem is when no, sorry. <laughs> Casey Rabeck sends the, sends the truckies in uh, careening off a hill over the top of the train, which has yep. restarted. He rolls out of the moving truck and then jumps on the train, cat-like, onto this, like, 60-mile-per-hour-looking moving train. Stationarily. Very, very stoic. No movement. Yeah, just lands it. Sticks the landing. Lands are better than I would land if I go in and get boots. up right now. In cowboy boots. <laughs> no expression on his face at any point no. so far in the movie. <laughs> just it's really close, out. like, looks at his face. Really so like whispering. intense eye contact. A lot of whispering, some a good one-liners. He, um, a lot of gunplay at this point, which we'll find a lot in Seagal movies, is that yep. he's oh, yeah. pretty brutal with the gunplay as well. Oh, Although yeah. the, the death in this movie is he pretty bloodless. Gunplay. However, one thing I would like to point out yes. is, okay, so this Grazer thing has fired mm-hmm. on, first of all, China. Yep. Yeah. It's fired secondly on a passenger plane. A passenger plane carrying a billionaire's wife. Yes. Ex-wife. Thirdly, it takes down... <laughs> you can't handle Thir- this business <laughs> and you can't handle your wife. Thirdly, it <laughs> takes down two stealth bombers. Yep. Sent to take stealth it down. Bombers. Dude, I really hope yes. our government is and not then, this bad at And stealth. then, Those are yep. terrible once it's bombers. done all of that, yes. they go, get me the president. Yeah. <laughs> After yeah. all of that, like yeah. twelve minutes yeah. left to go yeah. in the movie, yeah. he's not been informed before yeah. that whatsoever. Yeah. What? It's, uh, it's just like forty-five minutes of George Bush reading my pet goat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like nine it's eleven, like an, ele- an hour and a half of all it over. Like oh my god! Man, this is a mighty fine reading right here. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good book. It's <laughs> a pretty good book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about oh that book. God. That poor yeah, goat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell oh me, Casey god. fucking Ryback is on that train. <laughs> Oh, oh shit. Who's uh, Casey Ryback again? So it's really set up for this big nuclear explosion in Washington, D.C. at the end. The bad guy, for some reason, has told everyone of his plans. I don't really know why. Well, because they, they need to give him to the prove billion dollars. To so proud of them. they got to give him the billion like dollars. So Is he, he proving to North Korea and the Middle East that he, he's capable of doing this stuff? So that's why he does the. His self esteem is so low. you got to prove yourself to those guys. Like they don't <sighs> I know, right? Like, North Korea don't even know what's going on. They, like, think people poo out of their faces and stuff. Yeah. I've seen that video, man. Oh, dude, it's so <laughs> gross. It's, like, weird. <laughs> they think some weird shit over there. We need to send them some help. Yeah, we, we really should. We, we should send Seagal. We, <laughs> we should send them fu- Casey fucking Ryback, bro. Because what does he do at the end of this goddamn movie but just, like, take over, blow up a train... <laughs> And then, like, look at his brother's grave solemnly. It's so insanely action-packed that last five minutes. I felt like yeah, it was really was a the roller pace, coaster. The pace of it of just probably go just fast forwards. It's meant to make you feel like too you much. feel in that train. I'm trying to think. Almost how it's hard. Just, he was too much. Happens. So he okay. So he he confronts like your that. character, Smitty, who has Catherine Heigl. And it's like, oh, that yeah. guy's like kind of like turned on by Catherine Heigl. A well, little yeah, bit. she like yeah. she like basically like. Like scratches his face super hard. She, she like, scratches his pen. nail yeah. into his cheek, and he, yeah. he basically she comes. Her finger and yeah. Hold on, <laughs> I, I go. Oh, I got that quote here somewhere. 
He's like he yeah. loves that she's a Ryback and really she's hurting yeah. him. I yeah. feel like because he respects really Casey that. Ryback so much that Ryback blood like yep. attacking him. He like kind of gets yep. a little aroused. She's a Ryback for sure. She's a fighter. <laughs> she really is a she's a Ryback. She Uncle Ta- her bitch, Uncle Casey tied her pretty Ryback. Bitchy Ryback. So what what happens? Is that the knife fight scene? That's yeah, right. right that's, before. that's right before, basically. That's right before the so knife fight. So basically, Penn and Seagal have their their showdown with yeah. knives yeah. in the in the kitchen, of course. It's amazing. Eventually, it's in the kitchen, yeah. Which ends in a in a pen, neck, break. Uh, neck break of Penn. Reverse DT neck. What break. I liked about this scene um, is that they reused the same shot of Seagal like uh, doing a little blocking yep. like four or five times. Classic. But <laughs> yeah, classic move. But it's also like so. It's, it starts as a knife fight. But then Seagal like puts down his knife or loses his knife and is like, I'm gonna go just like this. And then he has the advantage. It's kind of like under siege writ small, okay, kind yeah. of at the end of the mm, movie. Mm. Is that at once this terrorist was putting him under siege, now, now he's, he's putting the terrorist. Yeah. He does have a segment in the fight Tables where he just turn. throws ham on this he, guy with he, strikes. The barrage of punches and like fast motion, yeah, spin all, up motion. All of a sudden Seagal. it's just like an Aikido <laughs> fury. Yeah, he's just beating the shit out of this guy, dude. Really it was pretty the awesome. Out of the guy. Yeah, it was really good. That's why this movie is great. An attempted ankle lock that didn't work. Yeah. Oh, oh, so right, the over/under for right. for breaks was around five point five. He was close on that angle, and that was like a big moment for us. We were all like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> it was. Oh, we were on the edge of our seats. Of we were all on the yes. edge of our seats for this. Oh so God. then he defeats Race Bannon. Yep, and then and then he encounters uh, Bogosian. There's no question that Seagal will de- win this entire situation. It's he. Uh, and how does he defeat Pagosian? This is it's maybe the most ludicrous part of the movie. So he's just like, like he's got his computer in his arm, and it's like it's, kind of like yeah. it placed in front of his like chest, his belly. We're counting and down to uh, all of the Eastern Seaboard being blown up by a nuclear weapon hidden yeah. under the Pentagon in Washington D.C. Um, the bad guy is winning at his game right now, although he's being confronted finally at last by Casey Ryan. And he's kind of sure. taunting him. He's like, yep. there's no way to stop it now. And just kind of <laughs> yeah, really flaunting, good. really. Sick Bogosian, yeah. man. And then, oh, I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah. And then Seagal just shoots him through the computer. Yeah. Yep. Shoots just computer. Out, outsmarts the genius. And he goes, oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. And <laughs> he falls backwards out the train window. Out the speeding train window. So the next shot is actually the train going over a bridge, mm-hmm. but somehow this is a legendary shot. This Bogosian, this is Eric Bogosian, cinema history guy, is is he hasn't fallen off the bridge. Somehow he's to the other side of the bridge and hanging on the edge. Yeah, yeah. Again, kind of like Casey Ryback's save earlier in the movie. Yes. It's, it's very much defying Earth. the laws of any. And then reality. all of a sudden, yep. they're um, imminently about to collide with. This other train that's coming towards them. Head on collision. Meanwhile, our porter is. <laughs> I was just gonna say, what's Bobby Porter up to? Bobby Porter, so checking in with Bobby Porter. This is one of my so favorite scenes in the movie yeah. when Seagal just like, who's all over this fucking train all day. It's ridiculous yeah. just to think of like, think about the day that Casey Ryback had. He's baking that cake. He today. needs to go back yes, and forth. He's baking the, the cake. Yeah, he is baking the cake. It right. would be great if there was ridiculous. one scene where he just had a, had one oven mitt on, just like. <laughs> <laughs> So we just knew it, was it would at least I be evidence. He's fucking making a cake. My favorite I'm just, uh, I just know it. mumbled cigar line is when he like casually suggests to Bobby, Bobby the Porter to like take down a helicopter. Just like his, it's really like the the, the boss level of useful? the apprenticeship. He's like, you should maybe get on there and take down that chopper. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the kid's like, okay, <laughs> I'll try it. All right, like, Mister. Like, <laughs> oh my god. So there's a lot of stuff going on, man, in this movie. It it's is. pretty great. Like, just keeping track of it is a little crazy. Okay, so Bobby uh, takes over the helicopter. And he he plays kind of that like femme fatale yep, exactly. woman. The other African American yeah, character the in the movie. He uses the need on wrist break. Yes, and learned yeah, he by does. getting it done he to does, him, doesn't he? He gets her out <laughs> out the chopper door. He doesn't actually break chopper. her wrist. He actually uses it to turn her elbow, exactly. shoulder, and then push her out. And she, and she lands on the speeding train. Yeah, we should do that. I should death. teach you guys to do that. Um, do it to me right now. Saucy. Oh, jeez. Okay, this is actually happening now. Oh, God, I can't watch. Yep. I can't watch. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Oh Raj is oh. wrapping himself ah. over my wrist. Ah. It is pushing down. Oh, my my elbow. Oh, oh. Did you hear that? Yeah, dude, that hurt like a muff. Okay, shake it off. T-Bear's limbs are very snappable. How many limb snaps on this podcast, Smitty? <laughs> I think that was her second one. Okay, yeah. My, <laughs> second my one of yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should remember. Yeah. It's my right <laughs> wrist and elbow have <laughs> both been snapped. Yeah. But without actually doing it, I'm sure you 
<laughs> Raj is still demonstrating. <laughs> yeah, he's still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like flip him like that. Okay. Out of the helicopter. And then that speeding train over there. Yes. And then the, uh, I love You know how what I noticed though, was that when they throw people out of stuff here, they really focus on their bodies hitting the objects that they, they did. Yeah, there yeah. were a lot of like dummy falls and like smashing like against people rocks. People getting run over like by trains, getting oh, yeah. hit They by, killed like, those two people who fuck in the beginning like by <laughs> throwing them out the, the door and shooting at the <laughs> them falling out, which is absurd. They're just absurd. Really brutal with the, with the endings of things. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. I felt bad for those people at the beginning. That's why I like the movie, because at, at the beginning, they set up the bad guy pretty well with that, like, torture scene, and then he throws those people out the train, and you're like, oh, they're really bad. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, let's blow up Washington, D.C. So at the also end, Also, one thing I good. noticed, especially about that torture scene, yep. is that the woman, when she's in the one being tortured and the the heated thing is coming towards her eyes, she handles it so much better than when the guy... Oh, yeah. The guy is That's freaking out and telling her, to, like, yelling at her to give them the code so he yeah. doesn't get this thing in his eye. She was also scared, but not even close. I'm like, dude, like come the on. Fluid in the eye you kidding me? Like, dude, keep it together, man. Like, this chick didn't even freak out as bad as you. Right. Like, I, thought I get that's it. It's why a scary situation, they but come then on. Then throw her out the train second. It's like, oh, it oh, hurt too. Yeah. No. She's so hot. Arabicos, She's so hot. Worst. Like, why wouldn't they just keep her on the train? <laughs> She's dead, dead For weight. Her hotness. Dead so weight the train crashes into another train. Both are apparently carrying. And Thousands of gallons. Of apparently, uh, apparently, Jonathan Banks was a suicide or, or a kamikaze <laughs> engineer for no, this operation. Like, Basically, yeah. he's st- he's just still in the. Ever since that, ever since that one confrontation with Casey, died. they don't show him like, again until that last how scene. How did he, he not just get killed by Casey Ryback? What like, happens to Jonathan Banks' character it, in Under Siege Two? Tweet at us. Write us on please, Facebook. Please. Tell, hashtag Jonathan Banks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let him know what's up. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah, tweet at Jonathan Banks. Banks. <laughs> they should know about this. So oh. the, tr- the trains collide, and uh, I can't even begin to describe the sequence of events that comes after this. It's just blowing up <laughs> for a long it's time. Blow- and, and basically, Seagal is running. <laughs> he's running away from the collision, even though he's inside yeah, he's the train. Inside he's, train. He's, he's running the opposite yep. way through the cars. He's beating it, and he's beating it. But he's mo- he's like jogging he's, at best. There's in some one, of those shots. Like those are the best shots they got. Shot, it's like and, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Of him running it so Basically, it looks like he's going in slow motion. This yes. train behind him is just like exploding. The train and, like, is crashing. exploding and falling off the track. And crashing over he a, runs through the door and jumps and yep. of course just snags onto the rope dangling from the helicopter yep the rope ladder excuse me okay so our hero is saved of course but, but wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bogosian Eric grabs onto his leg the Bogosh uh, uh, where do you come from the Bogosh no one knows <laughs> no one knows how he got there oh no all of a sudden he's just hanging he's just like he has a bloody face and uh, he is like my face he's was bloody shot through the s- at the, the beginning. Even yeah. Seagal is throwing some really nice. Are these elbows that he's throwing at this point, or was that the last one when he was on the cliff? He threw a bunch of elbows <laughs> in this movie. We should have got w- next week. We'll get an some elbow really tracker elbows, for next yeah. week. But so Eric Bogosian we'll hanging onto his foot at the bottom of the chopper. He gets pulled into the chopper. Perfect word for this. Bogosian is hanging on, trying to get into the kind of the the cabin of it. Seagal closes the door in the dude's fingers, severing all of his fingers, and Bogosian falls into the fiery demise of his own making. And that's it. And then the movie wraps up immediately. With immediately, within like a minute. No lines. Full uniform. Yes, no lines. Steven Seagal is in full uniform, white. And they're at his brother's grave, along yeah. with his niece. Yeah, it's kind of a touching moment. The crowd. Um, Steven Seagal has one line in the scene where he makes up with his niece that happens ten. So there's a, a, a character arc with him and his niece where she does, hasn't warmed up to him, but it ends immediately. <laughs> the one line in the scene where it ends is he says, okay. <laughs> he has one line the entire time. <laughs> It's yeah. just her talking He delivered to it him. perfectly, too. He was, he was he's, so great. Uh, he's amazing. He was so stoic and amazing. One thing you got to say about him is he's consistent. He's very consistent. <laughs> he's very <laughs> consistent. You can't knock him for that. You cannot knock him for that. In Japan, they're so, like, calm people, you know? The Japanese Aikido practitioners are extremely calm people. Of course I bet. I mean, that. he just, like, grew up like that. It's very relaxed. Yeah, man. That's where he gets that man. shit from. It's sometimes not so engaging. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fucking. No, hear it's it. fair. I mean, you it's can't fair. fucking hear yeah, what you say. You really can't. <laughs> what was the best death in this movie, you guys? What was your favorite uh, death in this movie? 
I got, I I got, the I got a sleeper. I the outhouse. The guy hitting the outhouse is really yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely that's up there for me. One. Is there a Wilhelm scream at that um, moment? <laughs> there is one in this movie. I forget. Yeah, where, where was it? Was. Oh no, it's in the fire scene. It's in when the guy's on fire. I right. think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also a very strange looking piece of action and like filmed in fast motion and clearly Seagal is like nowhere near any anybody on fire. Yeah. He's just like nodding in a corner, being like. <laughs> I think my favorite death scene was. The quadruple break guy. It was pretty cool. Yep. That's on our black belt list in our gym. I learned that. What was yours? A couple months. I think it is. Oh, you just said the uh, the outhouse guy, right? Yeah, I, l- I feel like that was a pretty fun death for me, I guess. What about the guy who falls under the train? And there's oh, like, oh, yeah, like I forgot the about the train. I knew there was that's a really good one. Yeah, that's that's really good and it is like somebody's grandpa, good. that guy. He's not like yeah. a young man. Yeah, no, no. He's he's a guy. He he's almost has his bad guy pension. You know, he's on his last <laughs> week, just about to retire. Can we see movies like, about that I'm guy from that guy's perspective? I'm too old for this. It's my last job, and I'm out of here. And then next then thing he's you know, he's getting run over by a train. Actually, maybe my favorite bre- my favorite death might be the guy that dies from the one punch out of the bathroom when Steven Seagal comes out, because we assume. When he says they're to die bro. for, that he punched this guy so hard in the face that this man literally like hemorrhaged and died from it. He also throws a knife into a man's neck at some point when uh, around that scene. But there's some other great knife throwing Seagal movies, so th- that's that can't I broke be my, my bra. Yeah, <laughs> I broke my bra broke. Uh, and there's also that one guy who gets his face shot up <laughs> in that like initial volley, oh, yeah, yeah. and like kind of turns the camera and like. It looks like he just has like a bunch of pimples or something. Just like a bunch <laughs> yeah, of bad, yeah, yeah. A bad s- some huge blackheads, some huge sores. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get some Neutrogena there, buddy. Okay. Any other big stuff, you guys? I, th- I feel like we covered Under Siege too. Are there any really like really good points, unlike yeah. Seagal himself and his characters? We learned a few lessons from this movie. What did you What did you learn from this movie, Yash? I learned you do not want to be anywhere near Casey Ryback if you were traveling. <laughs> That is my huge takeaway from this. Yeah. And second is that come train. Come train. All right. <laughs> okay. What about Smitty? Smitty, what oh do you got? God, there were so many lessons that I learned, but if I had to choose one of them, mm-hmm. assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups. Oh, that's very good. That's really good. <laughs> P-Bear. I feel like that's the biggest lesson learned in that the movie. Is, that is a pretty big lesson. It's yeah. from the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are we doing next week? We are gonna do or next episode. Yeah, what are we doing? Hard to kill. Hard to kill. Steven Seagal is Mason Stoll. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Oh no, that's a Buffalo guy. Sorry. They're no. uh, very law, similar titles in all. Yeah, of all, yeah all they're hard for death, hard to kill. This above is gonna the law, be Steven Seagal. Justice. All right, I'm gonna give you a quick preview of this. This is gonna be. Ho- Steven hold Seagal's on a second. One thing I haven't mentioned though. Oh, it's one good thing to consider. Be. CIA, Black Ops, or Special Forces? Oh, yeah. What's his character? Yeah, it's, it's one of three. He is an elite <laughs> military Which one trained. is it going to be? Or he's in like a cop, movie? but he's like a special, he's an above-the-law style right. cop. Okay. Like, he's always just like, of course. he's he's just a very special man in every one of his films. <laughs> and he's uh, he always has, like, problems in his past, but they're mm-hmm. not really of his doing or making. It's like people have grudges against him for reasons that aren't real, um, like his niece in this movie, yeah. and like I feel like he's like a lot of like estranged brothers and like you know nieces to mentor and nephews and like for sure. But he's never truly responsible for those people. Yep. It's a good it's point. A, it's a very specific thing that he goes for in his films. Fair. And so I, next he's week, always like I sorry. can't wait no, to no, delve no, into it. I was say? gonna say I'm just noticing he's usually like kind of like the loner guy. It's always he's just always like a sister, a or brother, yep. or like you know, family, but. N- it's not like his wife or his son or daughter. Nope. It's right. never exactly. that, right? Because nope. he's above the law. He can't be that close to yeah, people. Yeah. Of course. You know? Yeah. He's going to hurt everyone. All right, guys. So next week we have Hard to Kill. We're going to throw it back to 1990. Oh. Go to a second Ooh. movie. We're jumping around. Uh, Called I like Hard it. to Kill. We're going to put he's Mason Storm. <laughs> he's a detective who falls into mm-hmm. a coma after being shot during a firefight that kills his wife. Oh, my dad was just talking about oh this one. Geez. Seven nice. years later, he awakes to seek revenge and avenge the death of his wife. Badass. Hard to That's kill, pretty baby. good. Oh, he has a wife in this one. Good. Okay. Well, but he hasn't seen I her mean, in seven years. Well, well, he, she's dead. She's dead. 
Oh, uh, okay. Guys in the firefight that leaves in the coma. I was thinking about my dad. We should have him on the podcast, too. At some point. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. this is going to be a good one. What's that one again? Hard to Kill? Hard, Hard to, to Kill. 1990? Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Second movie. Okay. Well, you've been listening to Seriously Seagal. I am P-Bear. Brown Man. Smitty. <laughs> and remember, nobody beats me in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs>